0: Hello and welcome to this week's episode and the last episode of this godforsaken year of Irked Music Geek, the podcast. This is the audio version of the website, irkedmusicgeek.com. If you are new here, on this last Monday of 2020. Wow, you're just very late, very, very late, but come on in get comfortable. I will explain what this is, how this works, why I am irked, all of the goods in just one minute. Let me first shout out to my subscribers, repeat listeners, regular blog readers, we have made it to the last episode of 2020. Um, I don't really know what that means because uh, next week is probably going to feel and look uh, just about the same as it does now. So there's that. But we made it, I guess. This is an accomplishment, certainly, given what the hell has been going on. Um, but thank you guys for coming back continuously to check out the blog check out the podcast engage on social media thank you guys so so much um please bear with me while I catch up the late comers been trying to make this quick because I know you guys are tired of hearing this spiel for the people that have uh just now decided to give this shit a listen so please bear with me I'll try to get through this quickly so that we can get to new music which is why you came So, for my new people, again, like I said, this is Irked Music Geek, the podcast, which is the audio version of the website, irkedmusicgeek.com, which is an opinion based blog where I give my first impressions of new music as it is released across various genres. I've always been an equal opportunity music listener. I will give just about anything an initial listen, give it a chance. If I like it, I like it. If I don't, I don't. Um, And that can come from I don't care if it's my favorite artist, whoever, if they make something that I don't really like too tough, you know, I will say that. And that is okay. Uh, which kind of leads into why I am irked. A lot of people ask, what is that about? And that is basically my sentiments on a lot of a lot of things. But um, as far as it relates to music, it is um, music review. I, you know, I've always been a big reader of uh, reviews about music back when it was, you know, the source giving out mics uh writing albums or vibe double xl I've always, you know, I would always purchase those magazines um just to read, you know, what other people's opinions were on music. I've always just been curious to see, you know, do people feel the same way as me about one particular song or album or artist. So I've always been into reading that. Now that, you know, things have pretty much gone digital uh exclusively, that has now transformed into a lot of blogs like irk music geek that, uh, write about music and talk about it and review music. And as you know, someone that still likes to read those reviews, I have just noticed that a lot of them don't come off as authentic. They don't come off as honest and they come off as they are letting the industry and the players in the industry kind of influence how they talk about the music and how they review the music. Um, I know, you know, some people are probably like, what girl? So, you know, certain superstar artists will always get attention, um, you know, from publications and people that do music review. And I feel like a lot of these websites that do that only talk about that music in a favorable way. And everybody knows that's just not realistic. Like even the greatest artists have some music, have songs that ain't quite their best, um, that they probably would even agree and tell you the same after the fact, like, "Mm, yeah, I really didn't like this shit, but I did it, we put it out. Um, And I just feel like when you read a lot of these blogs, websites that do music review, is you don't get that honest opinion. I feel like they, a lot of them have relationships with either the artists themselves or their management or people at their label, certain executives. And so they don't want to... Burn bridges, they don't want to mess up those relationships, or they want those relationships and don't want to hinder that bridge being built. And so they make sure that they talk about the artist and their music in a way as to not piss anybody off. Um, And so instead of calling a spade a spade, you know, they'll just say that the music is dope, that it's hot. And people that have ears and listen to the song are like, what? What am I missing? And so I feel like that comes off as obvious to me with a lot of these review sites is that they're just not honest opinions. They are catering to these superstars. They're catering to these industry relationships because a lot of the industry is you scratch my back. I scratch yours. I definitely get that. Um, And so I do believe that certain artists, certain labels, certain management, if you call you know, this artist's song or their album trash or say it don't sound too good. They will definitely hold that against you and hold that over your head probably forever. So I do believe that that does occur. But over here, I don't care anything about that. I'm not trying to forge relationships with any of these people. I don't really care to, um, you know, I don't, Do it to offend them, obviously, but I just give an honest opinion of what I think the music sounds like. Music is objective, objective, music is subjective, and so you know everybody won't feel the same way about one song or the next. But there is a lot of music out here, especially in this streaming age where it is so easy to upload your music. There's a lot of music that a large consensus of people would agree ain't that great. Um, but you go to some of these websites, you go to some of these blogs. You wouldn't know. You would think that you were the oddball because you thought the song sounded horrible. But no, I think a lot of it is just that these publications don't want to piss people off. They want to maintain those relationships, and so they toe the line on giving um, honest reviews by just, you know, pretty much giving blanketed statements about the music. That, as you know, someone that reads reviews a lot. It just does not come off as honest or authentic to me, which is what prom- prompted me to start Urged Music Geek is because just wanted a platform where I could just give my honest opinion of what the music sounds like. Again, like I said, if it's an artist that I absolutely love, if they come, off, come out with something that to me don't sound that hot... I will say that and that's okay. And like I said, this isn't to be mean or malicious or nasty to be the shade of room of music review. It's not any of that. I'm not really with the gossip or salacious shit. It's just strictly about the music and how it sounds to me and, you know, giving my opinion of what that sounds like. So it's very uh, easy. You know, it's very simple to follow along. How it works is I will pick music that was released on New Music Friday, Usually it's released on New Music Friday. I will pick about somewhere between four to six songs. It just depends on how much music was out, how much I connected with, how much I even feel like talking about. Usually it turns out to be about four songs. Um, Then I'll play a little bit of it for you to hear usually somewhere between a minute and a half minute 50 just enough that you can gauge what I'm basing my opinion off of and then I'll tell you what I think about it so like I said it's very easy very simple to follow along I won't hold you all day this isn't one of those podcasts that's going to last for hours Um, there are plenty of those that will you know keep your day going if that's what you're into over here we just get in get out talk a little bit about some music and you can go on about your merry day. Um, So yes, let's get into it. Let's start with some music news, music releases. Um, It was Christmas. Like I mentioned last week, New Music Friday fell on Christmas this year, which I kind of thought would be interesting because it's not really a day that you would expect a lot of music because Especially now because of streaming, a lot of the music releases, the artists are kind of marketing and promoting it themselves through their social media pages. And I just felt like a lot of people were not going to be trying to do that on Christmas Day um, or throughout the weekend. But we did get a few releases. It wasn't as empty as I thought it would be, um, but it certainly was Pretty light as expected. Um, But some of the new releases that did come out as far as singles, SZA gifted us all a new song called Good Days um, on Christmas Day with the cutest cover art pictures, like a baby picture of her with like the Lil Wayne tattooed face effect. Um, You know, it's SZA. It's a little more slowed and toned down then hit different but you know it's a dope song that's making me ready for this second album that is supposed to be coming out tbd we ain't been given a date yet so we kind of just have to wonder and guess at this point but with the second single release it does seem like that album is going to be actually on the way so that is out probably we'll do a write-up of that on the blog at some point this week just because ain't really much music to talk about this week so we're just going to be pulling from all different types of places. But that single is out. Other singles that did come out, Black Bear, who's been releasing a lot of music lately, released a new one called Cheers featuring Wiz Khalifa. Bugsy Malone, um, uh, British grime rapper, uh, released a new single called Cold Nights in the 61. Uh, Coldplay released a new single as well called Flags. Uh, N.L.E. Choppa released one earlier in the week called Protect. And as far as singles, that was kind of it. Um, Albums we got early before uh, Friday, Lil Durk released his his highly anticipated album, The Voice. Um, He released it early, like Tuesday, I think, Monday or Tuesday. I wasn't really quite sure why. Um, maybe he figured he'd just get ahead of Christmas because a lot of people probably weren't going to be checking for music on Christmas, uh, New Music Friday. But he did release that album. I will do a song from that for the episode today. So we'll talk a little bit more about that in a minute. Other album releases, we got uh, Sunday Service, which is Kanye's um, gospel choir group, I guess is what they're called. He released a project called Emmanuel on Christmas, five songs on that which is interesting because I thought they just sued him for not being paid, but we'll see how that turns out. Um, so that album is out. Uh, Eddie Vedder, a uh, rock superstar from my little childhood uh, released a EP, I guess called matter of time. There are only six songs on it and three of the six are like acoustic versions of a song. So it doesn't seem like it's too new, new music, uh, Maybe some of this had already been out, and he's just giving you the acoustic version of that. But that is out. Other albums, Tink released um, a new one as well on Christmas, appropriately titled A Gift and a Curse. I will be doing a song from that for the episode as well. So we'll talk a little bit more about that in a minute. And Playboy Cardi released his highly, highly anticipated by his fans. New album, whole lot of red we'll be doing something from that as well for the episode. So we'll talk about that in a second. Um, Ruby Rose, a female rapper. Think she claims Atlanta, uh, released an EP called for the streets. I will pick something from that as well to do. So we'll talk more about that in a minute. Um, that was pretty much it. (laughs) Honestly, that was, yeah, that was pretty much it. Uh, if you have title, you may be interested to know that Metallica's music is now available there for streaming. Um, I did have a chance to get to listen to some of that, and it just felt so nostalgic, and some of those songs really still go in to this day. So, um, all right, yeah, that was that was pretty much the releases, so let's just go ahead and get into the songs that we're going to do for today's episode. We're going to start with Tink, like I mentioned, released a new, I think she would call it an EP. Um, called a gift and a curse. It's only seven songs. So I, I think it might be qualified as an EP, but like I say, just about every week. I don't know what is what anymore. What's an album, what's a mixtape, what's an EP, what's an LP. What is it's a lot going on with these streaming games. But um the song I'm gonna pick off of that to do for this episode. It is called Um mind-blown. Let me play it and then I can tell you what I'm thinking about the song as well as the project. Got a get to the final 11? Go ahead, 11. Do we like
1: to arm our logic switches? Go ahead with the logic. That's five. Okay, well, logic, one and two arm. Baby, you give me a home the high. Just like the wind. I need me hit of you every night. what you love and just like the drugs, you know what I need, come on, you ain't gotta roll up tonight, I'm in the mood and I wanna pull up and give you a natural high, natural high, natural high, have you about your mind, Oh, natural high, you've got my mind blown, let me know what type of time. Where uh, go, same time, where go Sit back Boy, relax I'm trash Ain't no holding back you got what I'm missing See so you balance me out That's why I can't get enough
0: I'm over shorty All right, that is new music from Tink, rapper slash singer. She's from um, Illinois, and I've kind of just, you know, heard about her over the years. Um, I would hear songs, I would just kind of see projects being put out, but she's, for some reason, just has not been able to truly crack like the mainstream arena um and I don't even know if she wants to or not but I just feel like she's so talented and not enough people know about her and I don't know what the reason behind that is um she initially was signed to Timberlands Mosley I think music group is what he calls his label he she was signed there for years then there was some issues with you know projects being delayed typical stuff that you see especially from these artists slash producers that turn into label heads you know, just because they make music well doesn't necessarily mean they can run business well. And I think a lot of that uh comes out when they sign these artists and then shit just doesn't really pan out like you think it would um, just because of the talent that's there. But um, yeah, so there were some issues and then she decided to go independent a couple of years ago and then released her debut album, A Hopeless Romantic on like Valentine's Day, which was a really good album. But again, it wasn't something that people really talked about. You really kind of heard. It's just like if you're a Tink fan. If you're just a fan of music, you came across it and you listened to it and enjoyed it. Um, So she's back with this project. I think, like I said, it's an EP. There are seven songs on it, A Gift and A Curse. This particular song, Mind Blown, I just, you know, whenever you start a, a song with the whole astronaut vibes going into space, you know, it usually doesn't disappoint after that. And you know, that didn't happen here either. Um, it was just smooth vibes on the song and you kind of get that throughout the whole project production on it is really good from top to bottom. Um, you're going to get a mixture of her rapping as well as singing, like on this particular song, this one, she did a lot more of singing. And then where I had to cut it off is where she starts like a rap verse, but yeah, she just releases dope music for some reason it gets overlooked and it's just puzzling to me. Um, why that is. And then you hear a lot, especially now with a lot of female rappers being championed and being talked about, um, her name is always left out of those conversations when she's been at this for some years now at this point. And she's been putting out quality music for some years. And so it's just kind of strange that she doesn't really get the look, um, that I think that she deserves. And I, she probably feels that way as well. Um, so yeah, she's independent doing it on her own now. I don't know, you know, what it would take for her to get some of that mainstream attention, but I think she does have a pretty good core following. Um, I think they will be pleased with this project. If you are not really familiar with Tink, I would recommend listening to it. Like I said, it's only seven songs. So it's a quick, easy listen to get through. Um, If I'm not mistaken, I don't think there are any um, features on the whole project. No, it's all seven songs are just her. So, you know, some good music to get into to get familiar with Tink if you are not already. But I'm fucking with this particular song as well as the project. It's called Mind Blown from her new EP, A Gift and a Curse. All right, next up, we are going to go. Let's go to this little Dirk. The voice, his new album that has been, I would say, been waiting on a lot of people have been waiting on this this year. Um, just because he's Dirk has been everywhere. Uh so the album finally came out. The voice, the song I'm gonna pick, uh is a song he did with King Von and he rest in peace. The song is called Still Trapping. Let me play it and I can tell you what I'm thinking about the album as well as the song. Mm-hmm.
2: This ain't no G. This shit smoking. This shit thrust for, for real. This that shit that had you choking and got two could kill that Niggas chasing clout and claimin' bodies they ain't do for real. Then my bitch got ass shots, but I promise that this trap is real. This ain't no G. This shit smoking. This shit thrust for real. That this that shit that had uh, you choking and got took kill got two Niggas chasing clout and claiming yeah. bodies stain do for real And my bitch got ass shots But I promise that this strap is real uh, uh, Niggas ain't gon' shoot for real They ain't gon' shoot for real Call up Muwapi, grab his Glock uh, and he gon' shoot to kill uh, I done his things for real, uh, uh, Niggas ain't game for real, uh Niggas go to jail or tell I done seen hit hits from my cell Baby's bad bitch post my bill, uh, Scream fuck 12, uh. Twill. All these bills uh. came from the cartel. The they say I got mail. Man, you got no, yeah. uh. uh. That uh. boy a trophy, what? I'ma put him on the shelf. This ain't no G, this shit smoking, this shit thrash for real. This that shit that had you choking and got tuka killed. Niggas chasing clout and claiming bodies they ain't do for real. and my bitch got ass shots, but I promise that this rap is real. This ain't no G, this shit smoking, this shit thrust for real. That shit that had you choking and got Duker killed. Got duke niggas kill. chasing clout and claiming bodies yeah. stand yeah. through for real And my smirting. bitch got ass shots yeah. But I promise yeah. that this strap is real yeah. <laughs> Ain't gon' lie, that little shit major My host carry tasers. Yeah. When it comes to this little paper My shit coming pages sure. When I had to slow down out through drawers I had to go through phases sure. Even though we fighting all on cases yeah. Keep them guns on stages Who yeah. gave me? Yeah. x told me chase it But I cannot take yeah. it Why these niggas acting like they real But niggas know they faking. I can't take it he a bitch just hoe his ass. Bro slide with a COVID mash. Last op, he overgas. Smoke. Goddamn, he got back, dope. Goose goose,
0: he overgas. Dope. All right, that is new music from Lil Durk featuring King Vaughn, still trapping from his new album, The Voice. Um, so, if you've seen the cover art, Vaughn is on the. Uh, cover of the album says Long Live Grandson and so many people kind of just figured it was like a you know a tribute uh to Vaughn after his uh recent uh death which you know Vaughn if you didn't know was signed to little Dirk uh his label And so, of course, I think they were also, you know, best friends as well. So that was a huge loss for him on multiple levels. And so I wondered, was the release uh, date the original release? So it came out, it says on Christmas Eve, but I feel like it came out before that. Um, I don't know if this was the original release date um, or, you know, just given the fact that he did just lose Vaughn, if he just was like, you know what, let me just, you know, get some more of these emotions out for this album and then just let's go ahead and release it um so I don't know there wasn't really a plan before he had been releasing singles so I knew an album was coming I just don't know if when it came if that was the plan the whole time um I don't think it was I just think because of the situation with Vaughn it was like well let's just go ahead and put this shit out um, so, you know, because it's, you know, like I said, the circumstances surrounding the year that Lil Durk has had, it's just kind of bittersweet because he's had, musically, career-wise, one of the greatest years that I would describe for him. Um, but then personally, there's just been some shitty things that have happened, and so I'm sure he is feeling a whole sorts of, um, emotions just surrounding the release of this project and just in general. Um, so the album itself has... Let me see. It's not a whole lot of songs, which I was 16 tracks. A few features on here. um The song Stay Down, which he had already released as a single featuring Black and Young Thug. Then there's, uh, of course, this song with Vaughn. Then there's a single with uh, YNW Melly. And then um, a song with an artist named Book of 600. Um, the album itself, you know, and I've said this, if you've heard me talk about Lil Durk before, I've said that I've, you know, not really been a fan of his music. Not to say that I disliked him. It's just one, I never really came across it. And then what I would come across, I was just like, nah, yeah, I'm okay. I, I can do without this. Um, but the features that he's been on this year has kind of made me look at him in a different light. The first one was, um, him being on Drake's Laugh Now, Cry Later, his verse, I was kind of like, oh, okay. I like this shit. Like, all right, maybe I've been thinking about Dirk, you know, incorrectly the whole time. Um, But then he released his own single. I think it was that Stay Down track, and I wasn't... No, no, he had a single, I think, called The Voice that I was not really a fan of. And so I'm like, all right, well, maybe I just like him on features. Um, Something about his songs, one, it's like the rap style, rap flow that a lot of them have right now. It's kind of like that drill shit that they be doing. But I just, I can't really get jiggy with the... you know, offbeat type thing. I just, I haven't been able to do it. But him on the features, because it's not really that genre that he's used to, he's stepping into the other artist's world. I've been able to tolerate those because they have been on beat. And so listening to, or before I went in to listen to this particular album, I wasn't, you know, I was kind of indifferent. I wasn't quite sure. I was like, well, I've liked a lot of the, the features that he's been on. So maybe... You know, I feel different listening to this project. But, you know, honestly, a lot of it was just kind of sad, Um, just obviously because of the shit that he has been going through. And, you know, as as rappers do, he's talking about it in the music. Um, And so a lot of it is sad. You know, a lot of his life and shit that he's talked about and struggles is always evident in his music. Um, And so there is a lot of that. And so listening to it, it's just kind of like, uh, I can really only take so much of it um but when it got to this particular song you know the first few tracks this was the sixth song on the album so the first few songs I was just kind of like all right it's cool I don't hate it but I don't really love it enough to come back to it and then this song came on and I was just like oh like the production was different um than you know what was on the songs before and yeah, the way Vaughn just rolled that chorus, I just was like, "Oh shit, I really fucks with this song." And then it's just like even sadder because damn, now Vaughn is gone, and I never really got a chance to get too into his music. I've heard a couple songs, and I actually have liked what I've heard. But you know, hearing this just lets you know that damn, he has so much potential, and was probably about to literally catapult um, in his career. And you know that that was taken away. So that's kind of sad to just, you know, realize that as you're listening. Um, the This particular song is my favorite. I have already saved it to faves, um, but it's kind of sad because I like Vaughn's verse better. Like if you hear Dirk's verse, which was the second one, I kind of, I had to cut it off um, just because, you know, don't play the entire song. But yeah, that rap style is what I'm talking about. Like, I just like, it's just like a hair behind the beat, and I don't understand it. I don't like it. It's like they try to fit in too many words into a line to get it. I, I don't get it for the life of me. Um, but I really fuck with Vaughn's verse, you know, enough to save the fa- save the song as a fave. Now I'm gonna go back to it. Um, hearing it in the car, I think is how I initially heard it, and so yeah, that production hitmaker was. One of the producers on that, and let's also sidebar talk about the year that he's having. With a lot of people talking about Hit Boy, who undeniably has had a great year, but Hitmaker, On The Low, has been putting out some fire shit over the last couple years. Um So yeah, in R&B and in rap. So it's like, damn, this nigga's really, really doing it all. So um that beat on that song was just stupid. And then how Vaughn comes in on it, love the hook, and then even his verse... Yeah, it's just really, really fucking sad that that talent has been taken away. Um, But yeah, I mean, he bodied Dirk on his own song, I will have to say. Um, But yeah, so, you know, (laughs) his good year, I think, I mean, I think if you are a Dirk fan, I think you probably would be pleased with the project because to me, a lot of it sounds like what some of his other music sounds like. And so, you know, if you were into that, you would probably end to this. Um, but his good year, I would say continues. He made sure, you know, to finish the year off after doing all these features by releasing a project that, you know, keeps him in the conversation going into 2021. Um, so yeah, the whole project, you know, I can honestly, like I said, do without, I probably won't return to it honestly, but this particular song I'm fucking with heavily and I will definitely be returning to that. But, that is Still Trapping, Lil' Dirk featuring King Von. May he rest in peace from Dirk's new album, The Voice. All right, next up, we're going to go to Ruby Rose. Like I said, another female rapper. Um, she released a, I guess it's an EP called uh, For the Streets. Uh, let me play the song I'm going to pick off of that. It's called He In His Feelings. Um, let me play it and I can tell you what I'm thinking about it all.
3: He called me to tell me it's over again yeah. He's sending money again yeah. Nigga, a dummy again yeah. He think I play him again I did it once, I'ma do it again yeah. He coming right over again Ayy. He gotta come fuck me again Ayy. He back in his feelings He calling me just to come tell me it's over again love and then i leave oh. then i tell me so right. like again the back like he got a twin. the key to my heart is writing a check I might
0: let you the t- all right new music from rapper Ruby Rose um she I think was originally from Kentucky then at some point in her teenage years moved to Atlanta so I think she primarily claims Atlanta I mean because duh uh, <laughs> sorry Kentucky love y'all um but yeah, I had only heard about her in the context of blogs, like the Shade Room and like the OnlyFans shit. Um, some shit she had got into it with rapper Lil TJ or some shit. Like I had never heard any of her music. I just kind of had heard about her in that context, like just on some gossip shit. Nothing about the music. I took till to listening to this particular project. I still had not heard the music. Um, and so I'm always skeptical when I come across artists like that. Cause it's like, if you get more attention off of the nonsense, than like the music, then the music can't really be all that good. Um, so that was kind of the mindset that I went into listening to her new project for the streets. think she may describe it as an EP, but again, I'm not sure there are eight songs on the project. Um, Only one song has a feature and it features Future and Party Next Door, which I mean, those are pretty good features to have. Um, I think that says a lot about who she is, uh, two people, I guess, within the industry, her peers, for her to get uh, those two artists on her project, I think is a pretty big look. Um, But she signed to Hitco, which is L.A. Reads label. Um, and so like I said, I wasn't really expecting much going into listening to this, but I was pleasantly surprised. She starts off with like an intro and it's just kind of, you know, her going in. And I was like, oh, this little girl actually can rap like what, what? So yeah, I was surprised. Um, and so I kept listening to the project and it was a pretty quick listen. It was pretty quick to get into. And I, I liked what I heard. So I was not mad at all. Um, I, like I said, I, she can actually rap, but, you know, I love looking at credits. That's like my thing. So I went to the credits and every song got about five or six, uh, writers on them, which is like, Ooh, okay. Um, you know, nowadays the producers are kind of included in the writing credit. So most of the songs have a couple producers, but that still leaves about two or three people, uh helping with the actual writing of the lyrics which you know when it comes to rappers I'm still kind of old school as far as that is concerned I just you know I get collaboration I get all of that but yeah I don't know if you really want me to respect you as a rapper like I'm I'm only needing to see one maybe two names there you and the producer like but all these other extra people like I just you know, but she's a big act, I guess, or she's headed that way. And so clearly LA Reed is, is spending the bread on her to get her out there. She's, she's a pretty girl at that, which also helps. I mean, sad to say, we have to say that when it comes to female rappers, but the truth is the truth. Um, but the music actually sounds good. And so I'm, um, pretty impressed. You know, she gets a couple points deducted because of all the co-writing, but as far as putting this little project together and how the music sounds, I I like it. It sounds good. And I can see her, you know, doing pretty well. Female rap at this point is, uh, I won't say getting saturated. Um, there's a lot of, a lot of super dope female rappers out here. So it's got to come, it's going to come to a point, uh, where some of them are going to have to do things to just make themselves stand out amongst the others. um, and, you know, she's, her content is, it's not, you know, it's, it's along those same fuck these niggas take their money vibes, but then she's also kind of displaying some other things there as well. So, you know, it's, it's interesting music. It's good music. Um, I just, I would want to hear more, um, from her just to kind of really see how I feel about her. And I'm still going to keep checking them credits girl. Cause you're going to have to, we just need you in a pen and pad, not, not you, Him, him, her, and her uh, all writing on this one song. Like, to me, if you're gonna rap, it needs to be you rapping and writing the raps. Uh, So, we'll see. I'm gonna keep checking the credits, like I said, and we'll see how I truly feel about Miss Ruby Rose. But off of this project, For the Streets, I am not mad. I I get it a little bit. Um, So, that is He and His Feelings from Ruby Rose's latest EP, For the Streets. Alright, so for the last song We're going to go to new Playboy Cardi, as I mentioned He just released his latest album Whole Lot of Red, song I'm going to Pick off of that for the episode is called Slayer, let me play it And then I can tell you what I'm thinking about The song as well as the album
4: Everywhere I go I get papers I get papers I'ma rest out, I could've join Slayers Got a drum in the car, that bitch is Slayer Get put in the box, I'm fucking with a player AR in on the box, I came with a laser I go cause yeah. I hop, yo, chill like I cater I fuck on my diet, yo, yeah. we never in the cable I go wild on that beach, yo, chill like a blazer Can't start with the beach, I link another one later I gotta get it together. I'm living my life like a rebel. They try to lock me in a kennel. I beat the case with a symbol. Fresh out of court. Yeah. Trouble to push. Yeah. Start through the hood. Yeah. Everything good. Yeah. Hold on, I'm shit. I walk in the morning, go crazy. What? I walk in the morning, go crazy. What? On the wall I go crazy. I got rich and heavy hey, baby I got rich and heavy hey, baby I drop a coupe, you know that's the latest Selling cocaine, just like the 80s I caught a body and went on vacation Sunk my dear, I was on the play stage. I'm riding a demon, I took off on racing. I'm riding the demon, I feel like I'm safe I fucking these bitches, I fucking these bitches I gave her some money to put in her safe i am cut a molly and I don't feel very Well, I'm not Lee, I feel like the grade This nigga tried to eat and I love him hate. I fought in this bitch, but she could not
0: all right, new music from Playboy Carti. Um, so album, like I said, it's called Whole Lot of Rests, a lot of songs on here, 24 tracks. His last album came out in 2018, and he has like some real like fan fans, like stans is really the appropriate word to call his fan base. And they have been begging apparently for this album. For quite some time, you would have thought that his last album came out like four or five years ago, the way some of these people have been acting about new Playboy Cardi music. Um, so they've been begging for this, you know, asking. He just recently started teasing that the project would be coming soon, but didn't give a date. You know, he let his fans know it's finished. It's coming. And then he released it on Christmas Day, New Music Friday. Um now prior to this project, I have heard Playboy Cardi's music. Um I've only really liked a couple songs um from some of his older projects. So I certainly would not describe myself as a fan. Um, but you know, I'm you know, I'm always giving music a chance. I don't usually hold artists' previous projects against them, so I'll usually try to start, give them a fresh chance with the new project. Um, so this song, it took a minute to get through, like I said, because there is 24 songs and a lot of it is just very chaotic, um, from the production. Like, no, I will say a lot of the production is really good. Um, I would you know, the song would start, I would be like, okay, like I'm fucking with this shit. And then he would start rapping and I'm like, oh, I'm no longer fucking with this shit. Like it just, yeah, it, It ain't really for me, honestly. It is just like, it really is not for me. Um, Some of the songs were cool. Like I said, I would hear the production, but then it's like what he would do on it. And it's just like, okay, you just ruined it. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, what are you saying? What are you doing on these songs? Um, This particular song, Slayer, I actually liked. And I really liked the production. Um, It just, I don't know. You know, it's like when he starts rapping on this song, it doesn't really irritate me until we get to that second verse um but yeah I just I don't get it it's like the chaos in the way he's rapping it's like then he does this baby voice like he sounds like he's seven playing in his daddy's studio on his equipment um even the ad-libs the ad-libs are chaotic like I you know and I love a good ad-lib like and you rarely I don't know if I've ever heard an ad-lib and you'd be like oh no that they don't sound good no yeah his ad-lib they're just doing too much he's yelling he's screaming in the background it's like he's really trying to embody this like rock star shit while also being a rapper but it's not to me it's not clicking well um I don't know who these diehard Cardi fans are I feel like they have to be below the age of 25 um because I don't get it I really don't get it um I don't get the allure. I mean, I granted he definitely, like I said, he's got stance. So there's an audience for this. It just clearly does not include me. Um, but like this song, like I said, a lot of the production on the album is good. It's got you some good hood trap music sounds, but then he there are other elements added into it, which kind of I think reflects who he is as an artist. He's just not the typical rapper. He does have that whole I guess, rock star shit going on. I don't know. How do we qualify that? Because is it because he paint his nails and dye his hair, like, in mosh pits? Like, I don't, I don't know. I don't get it. Maybe I'm just too old for the shit, but I just, I'm not understanding why, why people were dying, harassing this man, waiting on this project, because what? Yeah, it's not really... It's not really good to me at all. Um, and then if you add in all the drama that went on between him and Iggy Azalea, his baby mama, on the release, uh, just all kinds of airing out family drama. There was just a lot going on around the release of this project. Um, but yeah, I, you know, this particular song, I think I can save it to my fave. I don't know if I'll make it through the whole song, because like I said, the second verse is where he kind of loses me a little bit. Um, but like a lot of the songs on there, the production is kind of what is drawing me to it. Um, so yeah, that is whole lot of red, um, playboy Cardi's new album. And that song is called Slayer. And with that, that is a good place to wrap up this last episode of the year, 2020, the pandemic year. Um, thank you guys for listening. If this is your first time, I hope this was what you expected and more. If not, you can go to the website and find out how to get a refund on your time. Um, for my regular listeners, repeat readers, um, subscribers, all that good shit. Thank you guys again so, so much. Hope to talk to you guys soon in 2021. Um, please follow, like, connect with us on social media. Erked Music Geek is on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Tumblr, Medium, Apple News. Uh, these podcast episodes, hopefully you know where to find them by now, but if you're looking for other listening options, they can be found on the iTunes podcast app, Spotify, iHeart, uh, Google Podcasts, I think even Amazon Podcast, Deezer CastBox, audioboom.com or you can go straight to the website click on the podcast episodes link and whatever episode you're looking for click on that and you'll see an audio player right there on the page and you can listen straight from the website and even download straight from the website forgot to mention earlier because I do not play the entire song if you are looking to hear the whole song um, of any song that was played on the episode, just go to that same podcast episodes link, click on the episode you're looking for and you will find full versions of every song that was featured on the episode. Um, so yeah, next week will officially be in 2021. I mean, been hearing about a lot of January releases that are supposed to be coming. Drake, I know is one, Thug is another one. So we'll see what we get. I don't know if we're going to get that asap because again next friday is also a holiday it's new year's day so i don't know if you know we'll be flooded that early it'll probably be more towards the middle end of january that we'll get a lot of these big releases that we are expecting for the new year um but yes that is all that i have for you guys it has been a pleasure for the year 2020 and like i said we'll hope to keep it going 2021. be sure to check the blog throughout the week because, like I said, there were a couple songs, literally a couple, that um, I did not cover on today's episode. So we'll be doing write ups of that. And, you know, we may be getting some random releases throughout the week. So be sure to check the blog for that. And um, that is all that I got. So I will holler at you guys next year. Peace.